Because Jesus gave his life for us, we live for him. Today on Better Together, Lisa Harper, Natalie Grant, Callie Halligenthal, Jada Edwards, and Julia Jeffress Sadler are with us to talk about sacrificial love. Come on, join us. So I think on the topic of you know, healthy relationships, friendships, it's pretty hard to engage with the conversation and not discuss sacrificial love. I think we look way back at the beginning of the story, right? With a God who creates the universe, creates man and woman and gives free will, which is a sacrificial move fundamentally, That's right. Right? That's right? And we have all the way through and we have this example of Jesus who is the pinnacle, our bedrock, our example of sacrificial love That's right. poured out for others. And so I, I don't think... I don't know how to engage this topic of relationship and friendship without that at the forefront. Yeah. And so, yeah, the question, I was thinking, what's the biggest sacrifice? If that's our, if that's where we're aiming or the target, what's been the biggest sacrifice that I've made for healthy relationships, for friendships? Mm-hmm. And I began thinking and I'm like, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe it's the times when you, you choose to not control people just to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. That's felt sacrificial. I'm like, oh, that's maybe not quite the one. And then I began to think, and this one hurt a bit more, but I was like, maybe it's the times when I've had to celebrate when other people get the thing that I want, that I've been praying for, that I've been contending for. That one hurts. And uh, so I thought about that. But actually, I felt like there was one deeper, um, just going kind of all the way back for me. And I think the biggest and preliminary sacrifice that entering into relationship takes is the vulnerability of being known mm-hmm. yeah. yes. is actually yeah. receiving friendship back, receiving love. Right. And for me, I think it's always been easy to have a script, to have a face that I put on, to kind mm-hmm. of show up and appear the way mm-hmm. that I think people want. Yes. Um, but you're never really known that way. And right. how sincere can our relationships right. be? Yes. And I think the sacrifice of letting your guards down, the sacrifice of... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm much better at receiving gifts now, um, but but I think it's always easier to give away, isn't it, right? Because it hits on your worthiness, your sense of, do I deserve this? And I think friendship, relationship, for a long time, I struggled to feel that I was worthy um, to be known, worthy to show up and, and be loved in that way. And watching God first as friend, as father, step in and provide that, hey, I have better things than your walls you're hiding behind. Yeah. Yes. Hey, I can be your protector. Hey, I can be your provider. Why, like, could could we try to replace some of the walls that you're keeping things out with, with my presence, with my spirit? Right. And as those began to come down, kind of to my dismay, I began to realize this is really safe with God, but inevitably I probably have to start doing this with people, which is a very different thing. And so I think that for me was such an entry point because what do we have to give away? I didn't even know what friendship was Mm -hmm. until being brought into it, Mm -hmm. which means as I am, who I really am. And I think about, you know, I think about the word, um, we talk about being, you know, transparent and vulnerable. And somebody once explained it to me. Transparency is like you can see straight through, right? It's all on the table. But vulnerability, um, we talk about very romantically. I think sometimes we put up a post and we use it like it's the most flowery, easy thing to achieve. If you think about it in war, if there's like a, if there's a gap in your armor and you're vulnerable, that, I mean, your life is on the line. And thinking in relationships, transparency to hand that over is one thing, but to give you information that if you misused it, you could hurt me. Yes. 
that's a sacrifice. That's a, that's a, a relinquishing, a surrendering of trust into a relationship for the hope of being loved and giving something back. Um, I think I always like to be on the giving end. And, yeah. and the sacrifice of actually it's showing up risky. to be known. It yeah. is. It's less risky. It's yeah. less risky. Um, but I think that for me is, I'm like, if I go all the way back, I think that that was really bedrock for me yeah. in the topic of sacrificial love. But I'm curious, I'm curious for you ladies, yeah. what, what does sacrificial love look like on a human level or, or with the Lord? When I saw that we were talking about healthy um, friendships, I was like, I'm actually probably going to learn a thing or two because I'm really <laughs> not a very good friend. Um, I think it's because self awareness right? is the first step. So you're you're on a good I'm path. Like, oh my gosh, we're talking about like healthy friendships. I mean, I do have like those two, three best mm, friends, yeah. but I'm not ever a person that's had a ton of friends. I have a ton of people that I'm friendly with and a ton of people that. But honestly, I've always found it really difficult to let people really in close, probably because you, I'm sure people watch it right now are like, yeah, because you get burned sometimes when you let people in. And then it's hard to do it again. Um, You know, and so I'm like, oh gosh, I'm going to have to just talk about my two friends that I actually have. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But but I think it's also, I think what I have found that is a natural thing for me to do is you were talking a lot about vulnerability and people I think would say that I'm vulnerable, but it's, selective vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean by that? Where you're like, actually, this is going to sound really vulnerable right now, but it's measured because I've already decided whether or not it's it's safe. Well, I think that can be wisdom because we really shouldn't be vulnerable with everyone. No, you're right. There's wisdom in that, but then there's also can be But sometimes we can manipulate it. I know what you're saying. Because you're like, I want you to think that I'm vulnerable, but I'm not. Exactly. I know what you're saying, Exactly. I think it is hard to be vulnerable, and whenever we encourage people to do that, sometimes we're missing the maybe wise part of it, where you really shouldn't be vulnerable with everyone. There are plenty of people that aren't safe and that really shouldn't know everything going on in your life. As a counselor, we always say there needs to be three people that know you, they know everything about you, and they love you unconditionally. So for me personally, that's a goal that I have, but it certainly hasn't always been the case. And um, just speaking for myself, I'm fine with that being people in my family. And then sometimes God gives that special friend that I can be vulnerable with, but we definitely don't need to tell everybody everything, but someone needs to know us because when people know us, that helps us know God and helps us understand and connect with Him better. For me, the most sacrificial relationship I've had outside of Christ, you know, doing what He did for me is in my marriage. And I know not everybody has um, a spouse that's their best friend, but by the grace of God, I do. And I mean, He really is my best friend. He started as my best friend before we ever got married. Um, But I've watched Him honestly more, He's taught me more about what that looks like. We're both in the music industry, but I've watched him be on a red carpet with me and want to be somebody that's celebrated for his work, but he's carrying my purse. Mm -hmm. I've watched him have a last name that's different than mine and people call him Bernie Grant Mm -hmm. instead of Bernie Herbs. I've watched him Mm -hmm. lay that down constantly, constantly, constantly. And what I've watched is that then there came a point about 10 years in 
where it switched mm-hmm. and God was like, okay, I've let you experience this. Now yeah. it's your turn. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to actually win the Grammy. You've been nominated nine times and never won. Wow. He's going to win it in the yeah. category when you're nominated at the same time. Yeah. He's going to win yeah. because he's Ooh. been laying the, And it's been wow. such a I lesson. I didn't realize y'all were in the same category. We were nominated oh. against each other. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Did y'all Oh, yes. I said I never knew you could be equally excited and disappointed yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Wow. It's real. You can do that. But I was I was so excited for him. But I think for me watching, wait, it doesn't mean that when you sacrifice and give everything up that God's going to make your dreams come true. Yeah, right, right. That's not what I'm trying yeah, to say. But he will honor yeah. you. Yes. Right. He will bless you right. when you are willing to lay down your life yes. for your friends. Right. And obviously when the scripture says that, it's it's I'm not going to lay down and die for all of my friends. Honestly, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I would lay down and die for my husband and for my children. Right. But laying down your pride, yeah. laying down yes. your need to be right, yes. laying down your need to force your own way. Yes. Um, yeah. That is laying down your life for your right. friends. Right. And I feel like my husband has really been a beautiful example of that. You're so proud of Bernie. Yes. yes. Like you yes. see the yes. sacrifice even yes. now. Yes. You don't share yes. your song. You're like, I just, right. yes. I remember watching your face. <laughs> I thought you had won before though. I, I just assumed no, because you loser. should have. Let me just say you should have. You should have won many times over. But I remember your face. Somebody sent me a picture of you smiling as Bernie was receiving. Uh, and it was one of those, you could just tell, yeah. it yeah. was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Really beautiful. Yeah. Night. And I think to, to Lisa's point, when I think about sacrificial love, well, there's a million things that come to mind. But, yeah. you know, one of the, one of the ways that you know that it was truly a sacrificial mm-hmm. act is that you feel good about whatever you've given up. Mm-hmm. Like yes. it's not a resentful, yes. bitter, because you can do things that are sacrificial without right. a love intent, yes. right? right? I just had to do it yeah. and right. now I'm upset that yeah. I had to give you what yeah. was mine or I had to yeah. share. Yeah. I mean, I've got little ones, so yes. they're not in five. And so they have to share all the time and there's not a love yes. intent. <laughs> and so, you know, we, I have to say, this is good. Share yeah. Share with your brother, yeah. share with your sister. Yeah. But I know when they willingly say, right. you didn't ask, I want right. to give it to you. And then right. I'm smiling, watching you enjoy what I gave you. Right. And so I think that the idea of sacrifice is not just the end result action, right? There's the thing in your in heart your that's heart. right. I think making sacrifices in relationships um, without an expectation of getting something in return In our humanity, in our flesh, it's impossible. The only way to actually do that is to understand our relationship with our Father. And when you come to an understanding of that relationship with God through His Son Jesus, who gave everything for us, and all He asks for back is our love. Like, we just have to accept that that's what He did. And we don't have to work for our salvation. We don't have to do anything to earn our salvation. I think when you come to a true understanding of that, it actually helps to put things in perspective that I can sacrifice in a relationship with my husband, even if he doesn't give me something back that I feel like I deserve or need, or I can sacrifice this in my friendship because it's for the other person's good. And, um, you know, I'm saying that because, yes, that's what we're supposed to say, and that's what sounds good. (laughs) But now, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. It can be really hard to do that um, because it's really easy in our flesh to be like we're giving out to somebody and when they give us nothing in return, 
it can be really difficult to stay in that headspace of I'm doing this because I'm actually doing this for their good, not for my own. And in every relationship, I feel like when the Bible says that every day we have to deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow Jesus, one of the ways that we get to put that into practice is in relationship where we realize, okay, God's actually calling me to love this person in the way that He's called me to love them, not so that I can get something in return, but so that I can just fulfill what it is that He's asking me to do. And the Holy Spirit actually helps us to walk that out on a daily basis. But what I would say is that you have to stay in step with the Holy Spirit so that you can do that and can fulfill it. And when we're obedient to what God asks us to do, expecting nothing in return, the thing is, is that God will always bless our lives for our obedience. We were talking beforehand about our different motherhood experiences, and some people this would be a dream for them, but when I was pregnant with the triplets, they're like, you have to eat 4,000 calories a day. And that was not my dream. So I, it, it was Can something. you only do that with triplets? I, you can, you can. No, <laughs> I mean, you can choose. Are there other reasons why that might be recorded? But I mean, it really was like not my favorite thing to yeah. do. And then with our story, then we were, I was put on bed rest at 23 weeks, and they said, they're going to be born blind, deaf, with brain bleeds, or not survive at all. Yeah. And I heard God, I really did, I heard Him say no. Like, yeah. that is not what's going to happen. Yeah. And we just claimed Scripture like never before. But even though I felt like I had that promise from God, then I had to practically sacrifice yeah. for, and I didn't know what was going to happen. So I was like, I'm going to do everything I can do to make sure they get here. And so that was 20, uh, 49 days in a hospital bed, and then we had 65 days in the NICU. And then when they got home, it would take two hours and 45 minutes to feed them. And if you did it perfectly, you got 15 minutes. And so if any people would offer to help, and you're like, you can help, but if you mess this up, like, we're not friends anymore, no. Um, but we, you know, we did so much to make sure they were healthy and then they got here. And then inevitably you kind of get to get out of the baby phase. And God really convicted me uh, a few years ago that just like I did everything I could to get them here and everything to be safe. There's a verse in Galatians that says, my children, I'm again in labor until Christ is formed in you. And I was like, that needs to be my mom verse. Cause just like we practically do everything to protect our kids, yeah. like giving up whatever's needed or doing whatever hard work is needed to make sure that they accept Christ mm -hmm. and that they follow Christ all the way. So I think realizing sometimes it's easy to think about sacrifice in the just physical sense of yeah. this is what I'm giving up for you, but then also the spiritual sense of mm -hmm. I'm doing everything I can, just like in the hospital, I'm doing everything I can to know I did my best, but then having that crossover to their spiritual, yeah. that's where we are now yeah. with three, four-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing everything I can. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I know I'm speaking for all of us when I say, let's stay connected. And make sure you follow us on all the social media things for exclusive, better together content. Y'all have to join this conversation. <laughs> it is a blast. And connect with women from all over the world. We will get better together. Go back to Christ is conforming us yeah. yes. into His image. I don't even know it's a sacrifice. It may feel 
like right. a sacrifice. Right. But if our heart wasn't pure and, and actually yeah. very um, vulnerable yeah. in the sacrifice, then mm -hmm. then it was work. Absolutely. It actually wasn't. There was nothing in that. I, I years ago had to have an MRI. And I'm a, a smidge claustrophobic. Mm -hmm. And yeah. and I didn't really realize it until they had me crammed in an aluminum tube. <laughs> That'll bring it and out. It, yeah, it was just a booger. And so and and but I was trying to be tough because I have a hard time being vulnerable. And so I'm in the tube and I'm like reciting every scripture I know because I have even when I'm skinny, I have huge broad shoulders. Or at least that's my memory. It's been a long time. But I have really broad shoulders. And I couldn't, I went to touch and I was like, oh help. Help, I yes. can't put my hand up. So mm -hmm. I tried not to act like a total baby, but I was like, I think, I think y'all could, if you could bring me out, I think that would be good. <laughs> and so they pull me out of the tube and I'm like, oh, I lasted 11 minutes. They told me it would be 40 minutes. I thought this is oh, cool. Yeah. I can do it in quarters. Yeah. I can do it yeah, in a quarter. Yeah. And they said, uh, I said something like, so we've just got 30 to go. And they were like, oh no, man, we have to start oh, over. Gosh. I was like, what do we? What do you mean? That didn't count towards something. Other minutes. <laughs> to me, that's sacrifice. Yeah. If you do yes. not do it wow. with a pure heart, it doesn't count at all. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And wow. you go, oh shoot, I'm going to really have to learn this thing because yeah. that one hurt. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But because my heart wasn't pure, it actually, in God's economy, wasn't at all a sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you're still immature in that, so it doesn't count. Absolutely. You shared with a hard heart. That's not sharing. It's not sharing. Yeah. It's, if you think about. Abraham and Isaac, yeah. and yeah. you think, oh, this is sacrificial love, but Isaac didn't die, right. right? So God was like, I don't actually need you to do the thing every time. I need to know you would, you That's know, right. because it's, because sometimes I, I wonder sometimes what that trek was like up that mountain. And Abraham was like, now, wait a minute. Yeah. This was the promise. Yeah. This was the miracle. Right. And now I'm trying to imagine my life without yeah. this yeah. son yeah. because I already know yeah. he, he is not going in. Like sometimes I think our God coming to our rescue and our grace can mess us up mm -hmm. because right. we are doing the thing knowing God's going to provide. That's right. Yeah. Right. Right. Abraham didn't know that. That's <laughs> so right. He wasn't doing the thing going, we're just going to get up here, yes. just go along. There's going to be a ram. He yeah. didn't know. He was yeah. just like, yeah. this is it. Yeah. This yeah. is the end. And I'm like, I wonder what that felt like. Yeah. Um, because sometimes our expectation, yes. uh, uh, knowing God can do it, yeah. uh, can become a subtle demand. And he's yes. like, yeah, I can, but I'm not this time. I really mm -hmm. want you to yeah. walk in his faith. Mm -hmm. And so I think that sacrificial love is, I, I love God so much mm -hmm. that I'm willing to do this thing without any expectation yep. that he's gonna come to my rescue in the way that I yeah. expect mm -hmm. it. And so I think that's the challenge. I would say probably marriage is what comes to mind. Um, choosing to give up things that I may have expected or wanted in order to be vulnerable so that we could really get to a place of regaining trust and um, rebuilding um, our relationship and just be healthy in general. So I think going into marriage, we all expect certain things. You may have aspirations of, of what life is going to be like, uh, joined with this other person, and you have dreams of this, this life that you've carved out in your head. And I think um, early in our marriage, realizing um, what God had called us to, especially in ministry, that it was going to mean giving up some things, that it was going to change what we could do financially, because ministry doesn't always allow for all of that. It was going to change time I could spend with some really close friends that I had spent a lot of time with. And so I had to scale back uh, social things with my friends who were really important to me because we had, we had mission stuff that we needed to get done. Um, <clears throat> what's funny is that when we first got married, our plan was to move to Jamaica. My husband is Jamaican. 
And we were going to go back to Jamaica and start these churches and change the world from his country and all these things. And about six or seven years into our marriage, he was like, I feel like the Lord is calling us to plant a church. I was like, what? Here? So we stayed in Texas. But what was interesting is that I kind of had to shift my mindset because in those first six or seven years, I sacrificed getting a home. We weren't not going to buy a home because we were thinking we were going to go to Jamaica. I didn't get really any furniture that I liked. I didn't do a lot of things as far as nesting and establishing those first years of marriage. I had to hold everything very, very loosely because at any moment we could uh, have to be getting rid of all of it and go to another country. And so when we changed our plans for that, I kind of was a little like, okay, so I've been sacrificing all this stuff for nothing. And um, I had to step back a little bit and realize that God calls us to do those things as obedience in the moment, not necessarily because there's some guaranteed return when we make those sacrifices. They are just ways to honor the Lord, be obedient, um, and, and really keep healthy relationships, I think. I have a friend right now who is about to undergo a transplant. And she is giving an organ to a person that she does not have a good relationship with. And we talked about this over and over again. And she was like, I just don't know if I can do it. And I was trying to sound spiritual, but I was like, girl, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I can do it either. I like all my parts. So I was like, and to part with my parts, I need to love you. And so uh, we were talking about this and she finally decided to do it. And, you know, they're going to, they're going to have the procedure soon. And it has just been a total shift in her mind because I'm like, you're, you need, you need to decide whether or not you want to do this thing without any expectation yeah. that the relationship is going to get better, yep. that she's yes. going to be forever yes. grateful to you, right. that yep. things are going to be mended. Yeah. Yes. I said this between you and the Lord. You yep. need to decide, right. do you want to do this? Yeah. And I think about that and and what God did for us, obviously through Jesus, knowing who would accept and who wouldn't, right? right? right. That he's right. like, I know some of you are not going to take this. I'm still yeah. doing it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And the heart of the matter, I think, is really where you find yeah. If I love that you mentioned something hard because I think sometimes our culture has emasculated the idea of sacrifice yeah. from a biblical context. It's not passive. No. And we need to think sacrifice yeah. as I give up. And it's like, no, no that's no. actually not right. sacrifice. No. Sacrifice is so purposeful. Yeah. It's all right, this is going to hurt. I'm yeah. going to be cut it's open. Yes. And they might yes. not say thank you. Yeah. There's an aggressive yeah. purpose. Yeah. Not just thank you. Sacrifice. I don't want you to love me for the rest That's of my right. life. And Anytime I call, you be like, <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. hey, this is your donor. Hey. That's right. <laughs> Remember what I did? Right. Remember I that time? Remember? And I want people yeah. to clap. But yeah. who is more rejected than Jesus? That's if you look at the extension yeah. that like, right. anytime Absolutely. I feel misunderstood, I feel like, oh, that didn't quite work out. I'm like, I find communion with Jesus, Absolutely. right? Like I find fellowship yeah. Yeah. with his extension. Still, like I, I'm yours. I've given everything. Amen. And we, again, we still have that choice all the way back to the beginning of That's the story. Right. That's right. We still, yeah. are, he, we extend that choice. He yeah. extends it and he sits yeah. vulnerably. Yeah. Waiting. Yeah. And he, there's he doesn't such give it a back. peace mm -hmm. in purposefully letting go. Mm -hmm. There's a peace, and I feel like he's teaching me, and I'm such a slow, slow learner that I I wish I'd learned this earlier, mm -hmm. especially with regards to vulnerability and friendship. But he's teaching me not to grip anything except for him. Mm -hmm. 
to really hold my hands loosely with my daughter, with my life, with my relationships to go, I'm holding on to this so loosely Mm -hmm. that I can give you everything because I'm not holding anything back. The only thing I'm trying Mm -hmm. to cling to is is my relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. I'll fight to the death for that. Mm -hmm. Um, But even it was a, a year ago, I got really sick. And just for a moment, it looked like I might meet Jesus um, sooner than I was planning. And I was, I had such peace mm-hmm. for about 45 seconds. <laughs> about 45 seconds. Yeah. Well, then I remembered I'd have to lay down my daughter. Yeah. And I thought to, to absent from the body, present with Jesus means I'm not Missy's mama and she's only 11 and she already lost her first mama. Mm-hmm. She's not old enough to be orphaned again. And I remember that fight of going, Lord, actually, it wouldn't be a good idea for you to take me now. <laughs> yeah. And I had to go, yes. oh, I took it back. Mm. I did not trust him completely because I couldn't see around the corner. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure she was okay yeah. before I totally sacrificed. So I'm, yeah. I'm behind y'all. I'm in kindergarten stage, <laughs> oh, no, no, but no, I'm no, learning, no, no, just yeah. learning it's to let go. I don't think you ever really achieve it, and I, I think it's yeah. just. I mean, God did it. He's God, right? That's so right. we're, we're, we're supposed to model, emulate to the best of our ability. But I think also not just the physical things, but I think that Jesus gave us such perfect example of just relational, emotional sacrifice. I don't believe the sacrifice of Jesus was passive. It was planned. Our God is a sovereign God and our God is a Trinitarian God. So from the beginning of, well, before the beginning of time, because God is the author of time, but um, the, the cross was always planned to redeem mankind and our inherent sinfulness, but it wasn't at all passive. Otherwise, Jesus wouldn't have asked the three closest to him to stay awake while he was praying, grieving uh, in the garden. I, I This is my own personal theology. I, I don't think he was grieving because of the pain. Um, He's incarnate, and so he experienced physical pain, but I don't think that's why he was grieving. I think Jesus was grieving. I think the reason he said, if you can take this cup from me, the cup was God's wrath, and, and Holy Father God can't be in communion with sin. And I think Jesus was grieving separation from his Father because the Trinity, uh, the Greek word to describe it is perichoesis. It means a continuous circle. Jesus had never been separated from Father God, and I think he was grieving the breach in their relationship, but he decided we were worth it. And so, no, I don't for a moment think that the sacrifice Jesus made on our behalf was was passive. I think it's the most supernaturally compassionate thing we've ever experienced. And I had to, I had the privilege to take a, a couple of trips to Israel, and I love all of it. You can never see all of it. Just yeah. go, go, yeah. go, go, go. Yeah. Find a way, yeah. get a bus, right. take a train, yeah. whatever, right. get there. Um, but I always find a way to get to the Garden of Gethsemane, yeah. and it's always that moment where God shows me something different. The, yeah. the three times I went, and He's like, "Will yeah. you make much of this, this moment?" Is where my son made a decision, right? That's and right. so, but before that, I think about the relationships because I think about these these men that that in his time of deep vulnerability, (laughs) they fell asleep on him and he did not kick them out of the garden. He didn't kick them out and he didn't say, you know what, I'm unfriending and unfollowing you (laughs) you and I'm blocking you. Don't ever, he said, let's try again. 
And um, and then let's try again. And so he continues to give them chance after chance. And that sacrifice to me because I'm 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 going to kick you out the garden. You know, I have to really work hard. And the Lord has to show me, hey, keep them close. Like people will hurt you. And that's still who I want you in community with. Like that doesn't even make sense in my head because Mm -hmm. I'm I want to protect myself. And God is like, no, that's a sacrifice to know that I've called you to love them even when they hurt you, because right. I'm not putting you in this relationship because they do something for you. Right. I'm putting you in this relationship because you do something for them. Mm-hmm. And so that that's a sacrifice relationally that sometimes I think we miss because yes. yes. our culture is like, if they hurt you, cut them off, right. mm-hmm. leave good, them, cancel away. them. Exactly. Yes. And God yes. is like, no, lean into that. I think we get into one ditch or another because there's a huge difference between abuse yeah. and then you do need to step out of the ring. Uh, yeah. Because yes. there's a point that you go, yes. yeah. no, that's abusive. And God doesn't yes. honor that because you're his kid. Yeah. But then over here, it's you've hurt my feelings. Yes. So I'm going to back up and I'm like, somewhere there's a, a healthy, godly holiness yeah. of yeah. I will get close enough to you that you can eviscerate my heart yes. in a non-abusive way. Yeah. And I'll stay yeah. in because it isn't about me. It's about right. the honor of the Lord. But there's a, for some people, there's balance. Yes. Yeah, I think God gives discernment about the heart harder than other two, right? Because I think we quickly run to people being a Judas and most of the time they're Peters. That's Most of the time, they're, they're Peters. Amen. We're all broken. Yes. And God will show you your Judas. I get it. Yeah, he'll show you your Judas. And you got to you gotta respond to that. But I think a lot of times well, people are just I jacked up Peters. I think too, that a big part of it, even when I'm listening to y'all talk, is that curse of unmet expectations yes. of when you actually are placing expectations yes. on someone yes. to meet a need in you. Yes. So even yeah. when you're sacrificing you're actually doing it because you think you're going to get something back from that relationship. And it might not even be, it might be subconsciously that you're doing it. You're Mm -hmm. looking for them to meet Mm -hmm. a hole in your life. You said something in the very beginning of, you know, I have this with God. I guess I should kind of start having this with people. (laughs) But the funny part is, is that I think sometimes people are looking for it with people. Right. And they forget That's to have it. God. It. And they're actually looking for a spouse to yes. complete yeah. them. Yeah. Like yeah. we were right. so lied to Jerry Maguire when they said oh in that movie, gosh. like, you complete yeah. me. It's yeah. like, no, right. a person can never complete you. Yes. And we're sold a lie yes. culturally yeah. mm-hmm. that a relationship will complete you, a friendship yeah. right. will complete mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And I do sometimes think, especially as women, yeah. because we have a, this deep emotional need for connection. Right. And if we're not finding it, we're putting an expectation yeah. right. on someone. And so we start yes. doing more and more for them mm-hmm. and we start getting angrier and angrier right. really because nice. they're not right. giving back really to us yeah. what they yeah. were never intended to give right. to us because right. you can only get it from the yeah. Lord, that yeah. friendship with the Lord. I you think know? it's interesting to that exact point. Like I remember once somebody saying, you'll, you tend to struggle with one or the other. Like you'll, you'll find, mm-hmm. um, comfort and ease going to the Lord about something, but it's going to, it could just be harder with people or yes. you'll naturally go to people and it's just going to be harder yes. with the mm-hmm. Lord. We are actually designed for both. Yes. So, so yeah, there's going right. to be a rub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a confrontation yeah, sure. right. somewhere. I think, I think for me, I'm like, Oh, this is so safe. This feels good. Yes. And I remember, I remember hearing, I mean, it, it changed things for me, um, where there's breakage, um, 
relationally, God goes in, heals that wound, but but the culmination of that healing must take place where the breakage happened right. with people. Right. So you know, I can right. want to contain Absolutely. it all here, mm-hmm. but Absolutely. but the fullness okay. of that yeah. healing is when I'm actually able to bring this out here. Right. And that's not to ensure it doesn't happen again. That's not, and I think right. a lot of the joy, because we can't be tied to the outcome. We, no, we're right. never insured yeah. that. That was okay. never the promise yeah. ever, right? Um, but I think for me, some of the joy because I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm like, sometimes it doesn't just give me the butterflies being like, man, I gave away that really valuable thing right. to me <laughs> to right. grubby hands yeah. that will drop it right. in front yeah. of my, oh, that feels good. Right. Like yeah. oftentimes it's like, oh, I can feel, yeah. I can feel the yeah. agitation, the rub. And I think what the Lord's invited me into that's felt so precious is him saying, Hey, when you, when you do this, you look like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So regardless of how it's received, regardless of any outcome, yeah, right. like, Hey, you look like me. Mm-hmm. Right. You're obedient. That moment, like you can tarry with mm-hmm. me here. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we right. actually, you stay awake with me here in this moment right. mm-hmm. of extension mm-hmm. and submission mm-hmm. and, um, possible rejection, but you look like your dad. Mm-hmm. And I like yeah. that to yeah. me, there's a whole so prize right. there. And mm-hmm. you really, you kind of have to lift out of, out of the, the right. you know, cost reward thing that we do down here Absolutely. to really engage with that one. But there is a joy to be found that cannot right. be taken away. Yes. That's not contingent on my, on my right. circumstances or what I get, the give and take of I look like my father. Right. And that's what I'm designed to right. do. I definitely have experienced, I think I'm a pretty sensitive person, so things can rub me the wrong way frequently. And so there's been, you know, a full spectrum of, of decently minor things to, to um, m- you know, more severe things. But, you know, the Lord asking, um, hey, will you stick in it? Um, and, you know, Him saying, I, I have grace for this. Um, you, you can't do it on your own. You can't. But that's the whole point here. So you can live, uh, you know, in your own um, merit and your own efforts and what's possible, or you can rely on me here and see something supernatural happen. And so um, pushing past defense to to be there and to show up and to demonstrate a love that isn't earthly, a love that isn't human, a love that isn't generated in and of ourselves, um, that love goes a long way. We've worked with teenagers for the past 13 years, and so we're always trying to keep them in church, keep them connected because of the statistics of how many people leave when they're 18. But so much of that, I'm a therapist by trade, like so much of it has to do with the hurt of people. And I know we're supposed to, like in some of the conversations, like in God's this way, and it needs a transfer to the relationship with humans. But for me, a lot of the people where I've really watched through like, the church abuse or the church hurt or something like that, It, it there is value in separating. Yeah. I was saying, you know, I'm sorry that that person did that. That was not God. Yeah. And I'm sorry yes. that that happened at church. Yeah. That's not yeah. God's heart. And yeah. he's upset that happened and that bothers yes. him too. Yeah. And so I, I do think it's good, of course, to try to, we're supposed to try to model mm-hmm. and act like God, but really with those deep hurts, helping people and ourselves realize, I mean, 
we're doing the best we can, yeah. but that's not, yeah. that's well, not I Christ. When you were talking, Kelly, about relationships, you know how at the beginning of Jeremiah, he, he's talking to the Israelites and he said, you've forsaken me, mm-hmm. the, the well of yeah. living water, mm-hmm. and you've dug your own cisterns, mm-hmm. you've dug yeah. your own wells, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's why you're dying of thirst, because you're going to people, you're going to all these things thinking mm-hmm. they'll satisfy you, but I'm the only one that'll mm-hmm. satisfy you. And I thought when you were saying, you know, we've got to be willing to, to love people without the demand for reciprocity. There's wisdom in going, if Jesus is my well, then I also have to sacrifice the expectations of people out there because I will be their unmet expectations. Yes. 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 There's a sacrifice yeah, in right. going, you're going to be disappointed yes. in me right. because for <laughs> me like to part. be more Christ-like, <laughs> yes. I, I have to live here. And if I have extra out there, absolutely, you have access to that. But if you're on the road 150 days a year and your three girls and Bernie are your main thing after Mm -hmm. Jesus, people out here, you're going to be their unmet expectation. And to go, the sacrifice for me is to go, my reputation really doesn't matter. I want them to miss me and get to Jesus. I want to be so translucent that they don't go, oh, wow, Lisa was the greatest friend. Get the latest Better Together news delivered straight to your inbox. Visit bettertogether.tv to sign up now. It was an epiphany for me. Somebody told me, I've I've been told this a few times, um, everybody thinks they're your best friend. Yes. And I used to think, well, I'm so friendly. And then I thought, (laughs) oh, I have a wooing spirit. Mm-hmm. I thought there's nothing in that that honors the Lord. Wow. Because God wouldn't want everybody to think they're my best friend because I'm giving off uh, a vibe wow. that makes them think they can have more intimacy than they can have. And I thought, oh, that's about me. That's not about Jesus. Mm-hmm. To be about Jesus is, I don't remember your name. Are you Lisa Bevere, the one who preaches in leather pants? Or Lisa Turkhurst, who sells a lot of books? I don't remember your name. All I remember yeah. is... I felt like Jesus loved me more after I got to be in your presence. So I've had to learn to go, there are a lot of people I'm going to disappoint if I'm actually living, Mm -hmm. going, it's it's me and you, Jesus. And if I look like Jesus, Jesus never trended. Jesus didn't blend. Everybody didn't want to be his best friend because there was a holiness there Mm -hmm. that offended concentric circles. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, let me make sure I'm going back to Jesus. And my sacrifice is when someone is genuinely disappointed in me, if I have postured my life in a way that honors the Lord, I can be like, I'm very sorry if I hurt you and there was sin in it. But if there's unmet expectation, that might not have been based on Christ-likeness mm-hmm. to begin with. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and being okay with that. Mm-hmm. That's a hard thing to do. Yeah. It's that, that word sacrifice, gosh, it comes up in so many ways and almost reverse like what you were talking about, things that you're um, withholding or giving up or knowing where you're going to fail. Um, <laughs> this is the joke at my church. I get to teach our women on Wednesday night Bible study and we have similar personalities. So I used to get the, everyone thinks you're your best friend. Mm-hmm. And so, um, which by the way, I don't think it's all bad. I think God wires yeah, us differently. It, it's it disarming. It helps people to receive, that. right. Sure. But it can sure. be disarming and help people receive truth too. But mm-hmm. uh, we, the joke was because my husband and I have a church and they'd be like, oh, we want to, I'd get people on our admin team saying people want to meet with you for counseling. And I was like, no, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. 
done. And so I'm like, you're going <laughs> to talk to me. And I'm going to be like, what are you doing? We'll do this, 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 and no more, and go with God. And so I'm like, yeah. they're going to leave right. the church and the whole faith. They don't want to meet with me. And so uh, this became, and, and I'm an Enneagram 3, so I'm an achiever. I want everything to be great. I just, and and the Lord was like, you, you need to just tell on yourself. And so... I, the sacrifice is going to sound so minor, but I had to kind of just, I said, I have to tell the truth. And so I get up there one day and I'm like, y'all, this is not my lane. You do not want to counsel with me. You want someone that's going to unpack your life with you. Those are gifted people. I want you to sum up your life for me in two bullets so you can get something going and you can go take action and, and live your life. And so I was like, that's not what I'm good at. And so it became this thing, and it was a little hard for me at first, but I think this idea of being somewhat transparent and exposing myself, I had yeah. to give up this image right. that I need to really lean into this thing I don't right. do well right. because yeah. I'm serving you well. Because right. if you come to me for counseling, it's not going to go it's well. It's not going to go well. I already right. know. Right. I'm saying you're going to leave the church right. and the faith. You're going to become another thing and be right. like, there, there's no Jesus in here. And so I, I think the sacrifice to can be withholding, but also exposing and oh, saying, yeah. I'm trying to yeah. save oh, you from absolutely. this. And if absolutely. I have to make myself look bad right. to yeah. save you from it, I mean, no, seriously. And right. they're like, no, no, no. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> really? <laughs> you you don't want to. Way, your sacrifice was to reframe their kind of starry-eyed view you of you that like, if I could just yes. meet with Jade, I'd yeah. be better. And you, you go, no, That's I'm like... not being falsely <laughs> humble. Yeah, because because we do that in our culture of, oh, no, it's all about Jesus. Yeah, right. And I'm like, that is not humility. No. That is no. narcissism in a nicer yeah. outfit. Yeah. You're still humility. making it about yes. yourself. Yes. True humility yes. is to say, I'm so sorry. I'm not that. I'm yes. not good at that. Let me yes. point you to Jesus. Yes. And then they really don't praise you for that. They're like, yeah. Because then all of a sudden they see, oh man, yeah, your clay feet are bigger than I thought they were. <laughs> but there's there's such a good thing in going, oh yay, he's the hero of the story again. For those of you who are struggling maybe with unmet expectations, maybe you feel like you've given and given and given and given and nobody even notices you, much less returns the favor, um, I would encourage you to turn your attention toward God because he promises in the Psalms that no good thing will he withhold from us if we're moving toward him. So while people may disappoint you and lateral relationships may disappoint you, if you lean into the Lord, the God who loves you more than you can possibly ask or imagine, you will not walk away not satisfied. He came to satisfy us. He came to pour into us where we're thirsty. So I would say those unmet expectations you've experienced in human relationships, if you would turn to the Lord and be honest about that, I actually believe that um, He will not just meet your expectations, He'll go so over and beyond your desire to be known, to be understood, and to be loved. Um, I think He'll take your breath away. That's yes. actually going to be so freeing for some people that are watching right now. Because mm -hmm. I also think just a trait in women is that we naturally are all things to all people. Yeah. Yeah. We just are. We're the glue, yeah. right? Sure, I mean, yeah. we're glue. You don't have to be married. You don't have to be a mom. Mm -hmm. If you're watching, right. if you're a woman, you're the glue. Yeah. <laughs> for somebody somewhere, yeah. you're holding you're it together. you're mothering somebody, according Ex to Isaiah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's a part of the fabric of who he's made us to be. 
Um, but then that gets twisted because mm. we think we have to be all right. things to all people. Right. And right. just in my experience, it's a pressure we put on ourselves, but it's yeah. also just in this whole conversation, it just comes down to the heart. Yeah. Right. Like even the wooing spirit, that idea that you want to be all things to that's all right. people yeah, because right. you want for right. people to, you want to feel needed. To love me yeah. and not and that you me. are right. Exactly. Right. And so I feel like this is going to be such a freeing conversation. I can just sense it right now for some women that are like, oh, yeah, I, I don't have to do that. I don't because it will suffocate you eventually. Yeah. And you you're can't, not you're going to crumble under that. Right? No. Right. And you're just no not good, good at everything. it. You think you are. <laughs> yeah. and you, exactly. you have, there's a sacrifice to saying, I know that when I expose whatever I'm not good at and choose this yes. lane, and most of us have very narrow yes. lanes, we can we can go really long and really hard and fast yes. in that lane, but yeah. it's it's narrower yes. than we think. And I'm sacrificing saying, I know, I know for that thing I won't be chosen. Yeah. I'm no, not going to be picked. Right. They're not going to call me for that because I have already said I'm not good yes. at that. Yeah. You know, right. I can show up. I can say, oh, look at this God opportunity. But is it really? Yes. Because I'm not going to really honor him by saying yes to something that I know I'm not right. the best choice for. Right. And yes. so there's a freedom in saying, let me just deselect myself mm -hmm. because right. I want to go lean heavy into the thing That's that right. I know that God's That's called right. me to do. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you have to give that up. And sometimes there's going to be things that look like missed opportunity and yes. it's not. No. God is saying that okay. wasn't where you were going to thrive and honor me the most. I said that people watching that's going to be like, it's me. <laughs> it's me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm taking notes. I'm like, yes, yes. yes. It's, so it's okay. In. Yeah, sacrifice. I think it just yeah. shows so up in all kinds good. of ways. I think it's hard because it's never been so easy to like humble brag. Yes. Like the social uh, media. Right. Look at my mission trip. I read something that, yeah, we were doing a whole spiritual disciplines thing at church and they were just getting super practical and they're saying, do something without posting about it. Right. Do something without yeah. telling right. anybody. Right. Just exactly. you and God. And it's talking about try to do that once a day, just something where it really was the Holy Spirit guiding you. You did it. It was just between you and that other person or you and God. And I'm just getting in the practice of that. Mm -hmm. I personally don't struggle with being all things to all people, probably because of having triplets, that's just impossible. Um, but if that is something that you struggle with, I think realizing that God's called you to a unique purpose, that the story He has for you is not the same story for everyone. And so asking God, what do you have for me in this season? What truly is my responsibility? What's my ministry? And what would you have me do? You know, one thing I love about God is that He wants to be known. He wants you to know what you're supposed to do. He's not trying to play hide and seek. So when we ask God, He's going to tell us. He's going to tell us what He wants. And that's a great thing. We don't have to wonder. He is faithful and He shows us the next right thing. Maybe I'm just so outcome based, but I'm like, yeah. maybe because it's like you realize what you think you're going to get from that, you don't get from it. Do right. you want know, to? It just doesn't yeah. deliver. Right. It does yeah. not it deliver. Right. And I think. Um, Right, like if we get praise before men, we get our reward then. That's right. yeah. mm -hmm. yeah. So it's right. like, I better hope. Mm -hmm. Like I better hope that there are things that I haven't yeah. seen any return on right. because that's yes. gonna be made in its that's fullness right. in that his is. presence. So I'm like, I, you better hope. Sometimes yeah. I think we, we worry like, I'd made the sacrifice, I'm not seeing anything back, it doesn't work. Yeah. Like, oh no, it's working. Right. It's, yeah. There's a better right. working yeah. that, that's happening. There's yeah. a better investment. And again, yes. you look like your father. These are spiritual that's principles. Right. Sacrifice mm -hmm. works okay. in the kingdom right. of God. Yeah. It may not look like it's working here, but we, 
Exactly. Yeah. It's a different right. one. But in the end, mm -hmm. these things pay off differently and Definitely. a far greater reward. Mm -hmm. yes. Far greater. Yeah. yeah. And so for yeah. me, I, I watch that. Like, am I doing this? Was my reward praise with men? Because I might as well right. enjoy it. I guess that's, I know. that's yeah. it. And that's sometimes it. just you want to go, no, no, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. <laughs> I'm going to have cubic zirconias in my crown. And yeah. have <laughs> yes. 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 But the great reward of... Um, in his presence before him. I get to look like him, no. the one who understands mm -hmm. that vulnerability, the potential for rejection, the one who who um, paid a, a, a whole way, paved a whole path mm -hmm. for sacrificial love, our great example. Yeah. For us to just have the option. Yes. For us to have the just option. Just the option. Yeah. Jesus, that so we get yeah. to look like him and find our great reward in him. And we have almost a, you know how when you see a husband and a wife, exchange a look and it's this mm -hmm. private they don't yeah, anybody absolutely. sees them of such knowing like you yeah. just go oh they didn't know anybody was watching and there was the mm -hmm. sweetest moment between them that was so I want that with Jesus yes. I just want yeah, that with mm -hmm. Jesus and if I'm so preoccupied with what all these people are yeah. thinking of me I miss yeah. those mm -hmm. sweet glances yeah. with yeah. Jesus yeah. when he's like I see you yeah. I got you that satisfies. Yeah. The other glances don't. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. That yes. one does. Yeah. I mean, they're, it's sweet. It's nice. Yeah. There's no lasting power to that. Nice. The glances from Jesus, knowing his eyes are on me. His right. eyes recognize the sacrifice and only he knows the yeah. cost. Right. You know, when we, when we find our, our sustenance, our nutrients from his eyes, I think we can afford to give a lot more away yeah. without hesitation, quickly, because I'm fed. I'm well fed. So I would just, I don't know, I'd love to just pray that. Yeah, I need more of that. God, help us help us to feed on your eyes, your affection, God, your, your great sacrifice, your love for us. God, we, um, we love because you first loved us. This is the bedrock, this is the beginning, and this is the place that we continue to come back to, the fountain that doesn't run dry, that we come and continue to, to have our, our thirst quenched in you and your affection and your thoughts so that we um, are brimming to overflow and have enough to give away to the world around us, have enough to give away into the healthy relationships that we're building. So God, above all, before everything, God, we humble ourselves, we make ourselves vulnerable to you, and we say, would you come with love all over it? again. No matter where we are, no matter who's watching or, or, or what's going on, God, I ask just for a flood of love. Like we're so dependent on it. There's no storyline without your sacrificial love. There's no love that comes from me without getting that love from you. So God, all over again, we humble ourselves before your love. We receive, God, we, we, um, we call ourselves worthy because you said we're worthy of being loved. And we, and we start back at the beginning of just being loved, of just being uh, accepted, of just belonging before you. And God, we ask that that would be brought to full fruition in the world around us, in the relationships around us. We just want to look like you. God, we just want to look like you. Would you clothe us in your love and have it permeate all the way down to the depths of who we are? Your body paid for more than enough. Your blood paid for more than enough. So we just receive it now. We drink in that love. No matter where anyone is viewing this, watching this, taking this in, God, I ask for your love to permeate. Be our bedrock again. In Jesus' name, amen.